Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, mighty Jesus, for your grace. Thank you for your loving kindness and thank you for who you are today. Thank you for your love and thank you for your spirit. I thank you for your word that is alive. Your word that is powerful. Your word that is sharper than any two-edged sword. Pierces even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and reaching even to the bone marrow. I thank you for the active work of the Holy Spirit today in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for who you are. I thank you, Father. I give you praise in the mighty name of Jesus. You spoke of John, the book of John, chapter 1 and verse 12. Book of John, chapter number 1, verse 12. But as many as received him, he gave he the power to become the sons of God. And even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Oh, Father, thank you for choosing us. Thank you for your hand. Thank you for your selection process. Thank you for giving us the privilege to live life. I honor you now for it. Thank you, Father. I love you. With all my heart, I love you, Jesus. I seek to do your will, O Father, even with these that you have given me. Amen and amen. Today, we will be teaching about the value of the saints. The value of the saints. By definition, I reiterated and say that value means something that is of worth something worthwhile something valuable is something that is of worth that carries with it a little bit of weight therefore it requires attention and the respect that is due because it is very valuable gold in its sense it's very valuable money it is because of the value attached to it and Today we are going to intricately look at the value of the saints. The value of the saints. I would like to submit to you that the word saint is not a word that is descriptive of everyone who is born of a woman under the sun. Um, A lot of times people would like to contend why some people are called Uh, in quotes men of God and some are called women of God you know kindly when people try to scrutinize and analyze that phrase they contend based on the fact on the fact that everybody is a person born of God so the question that follows is who is not a child of God or a woman of God or a man of God or a grandfather of God or maybe a grandchild of God or who is not born of God and that is the question that the world would ask why would you specifically refer to your pastor as the man of God and everybody else just say oh brother see Paul or sister 
you know um nomvula who sister komoso why why do you specifically refer to him as the man of god um but i would like for you to understand today that not everybody not everybody is given the title saint everybody is created by god dogs are created by dogs by by god pigs are created by god uh, reptiles mammals uh, carnivores herbivores whatever type they belong to uh, personality types sanguine melancholy all these traits that we can find within different personalities everybody is created by god so there is nothing fascinating about it because even deadly snakes did not create themselves they were created at some point by god um so if we look deeply into the word of god we see that god is the creator created anything alligators we may not have a good eye with you know lions and cetera kind of wild beasts some that we know and some that are not known to men uh it is believed that uh, in the ocean there are millions and billions of species yet to be explored and it's only a small percentage of the ocean that has been explored and uh so when we when we now um come to that debate um you need to understand that the title saints does not refer to everybody saints is a word referring to people who have re-given their lives to god so where is the distinction and how is this distinction there you need to understand that adam was the first man to be on planet earth as a representation and a representative of humanity and him and eve um they fell before god and fell short of his glory and because of the sin of because of the law of attachment because of the law of representation we were represented in the loins of abraham because he was the papa seed he was the alpha seed of humanity god did not return back to create cain god did not come back to create abel so within adam god had embedded a recreative capacity a recreation or a recreative ability so that men can procreate after themselves after their mold patterns because of the dna that carries the information of the life that is once lived and the size of the nose the eyes the eyebrows the skin texture so all that information stored in the dna is in the womb of a woman creating and building another person just like the papa adam so when adam sinned it was passed on that information was passed on to the genes when god cursed the ground for men's sake that was implicative even to his sons and his daughters so by default we are found guilty so you need to understand that everyone who is born of a woman is born with the iniquity of adam however when we become conscious 
when we become conscious of right and wrong because remember the mystery of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is this it was a conscious it was a tree that would make people conscious of right and wrong so which means before the transgression adam did not have the consciousness of sin or the sin consciousness which means in his operations he was pure and holy but because he transgressed against god he started having a conscience that knows what is right and what is wrong and sometimes knowing what is right does not necessarily mean we do what is right and um, knowing that which is bad does not necessarily mean we will stop doing what is bad and we see that every day um even Paul acknowledged that by saying that uh, the things that I want to do I find myself not doing and those things that I don't want to do I find myself doing them so coming from that a backdrop you need to understand that the consciousness that we gain now gives us the power to choose god or satan so automatically because we were born disadvantaged because of the iniquity passed on in humanity everyone born of a woman has to come to a place of repentance a place where you become born again not church attendance i'm not referring to church attendance i'm not referring to just going to church but i'm actually referring to being deliberate about your decision to say lord jesus come into my heart and be my lord and be my savior so it is these that are mentioned in the book of saint john chapter number 1 verse 12 who have received him we have received the message of jesus christ we have preached about the value of the gospel those who have received the gospel and its value to such he gave them the power to become the sons of god so this is whereby we get now the title the men of god we are all sons of god we are all children of god but among those they are those god has chosen by election to become leaders of his spiritual house leaders of his church those that he has appointed to be overseers and a lot of people envy this position because they don't know what is uh what falls pastors on the judgment day the bible says these who are teachers will be judged with a stricter judgment so rather do not envy them at all because their judgment is stricter than everybody else because they are the ones who god gives revelations of what is truthful and uh, they are those that god seeks to speak to and they come and communicate on his behalf so to as many as received him to them he gave the power to become the sons of god so this is where we attain that title ah men of god how are you a woman of god how are you because we have this understanding it's not everybody it's only for those who have received him so saints is a title that does not apply to people who are not born again people who are not born again are called heathens or unbelievers muslims call them infidels these are unbelievers i think infidels infidel is a um, derogatory term I, i don't think that it carries the right pure 
um, or respective um, connotations with it. But however, those that are not born again are called heathens. Heathens. At some point, Jesus will call them children of darkness because God is light and the devil is uh is, is is belonging to a kingdom of darkness a kingdom that opposes god so to as many as received him he gave them power to become the sons of god even to them that believe on his name so when you come to be born again when you come into terms with being born again you are a child of god so number one what is the value of these saints these selected ones Number one is that you are God's, not only by virtue of being created, but by virtue of also acknowledging in the midst of knowing what is right and in the midst of knowing what is wrong, you have actually chosen to believe what is right. You need to understand that not everybody in the world believes what is right. Not everybody believes that the person that they are dating will some day maybe kill them nobody believes that because of the ice cream and the vrupas the cars that is driving you in the mustang etc but a discerning spirit will say of course he has a beautiful smile she has a beautiful leg but one day she will bring harm and people do not listen to to such and people don't pay attention to such and so we are in this place where it's a precarious position if you ask people to choose what is right they can surprise you because they are people that's why god say my my spirit will not strive with me, with men because the things that he thinks in his mind and heart are wicked so you need to understand now that we are of God, not virtue of being created by him, but because now we have moved to a place of sonship, because we have decided to follow the pattern of Father God, which means now this birthing of God, according to Zacchaeus, is not going back into my mother's womb and becoming born again, but unless a man is born of water and the spirit, which means we have now re-accepted another measure of the kingdom, authority, function, position, and placement. We have decided to become part and parcel and um, heirs to the kingdom of God. So we are now the sons of God because we have believed in his name. We have believed in his name. So are we the sons now of God. And this is the most precious thing, that we don't belong to Satan. We don't belong to even our own parents. We don't belong to our relatives. We don't belong to the Nklanga tribe or the, you know, Nklamini uh, tribe. No, we belong to God. That's why the Bible says our citizenship is in heaven because we have decided we have decided to choose what is right when we have an option to choose what is wrong. So we have attained another degree of closeness to God where we are now his sons. Not only children by virtue of being created, but sons by virtue of belonging to the kingdom of light and the kingdom of his dear son. So this is the apex 
of the value of saints. They are gods. They are gods. Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and that the Holy Ghost dwells in you? So this is number one thing that uh, saints need to understand that we are gods. That's why when you get sick, you stand on a defensive position based on the virtue that you are gods. God cannot be sick in his kingdom. There is no sickness. And God cannot uh, suffer poverty because in his kingdom there is no poverty. So you need to understand this position now of God that it is also your position. So when you now argue against demonic forces, Ephesians chapter number 6, 10. So you need to understand now that this is the position where you are standing, a position of God's son. Hallelujah. So that is verse 12 and verse 13. Which were born not of blood, nor of flesh, nor of the will of men, but of God. I'll read again. So these people who have believed on his name, which were born not of blood. But if I try and discern what is being said here, I will, I, if I look at my own life, I was born of blood. I was born of of. of of, of I've blood and I thought like my mom and my dad sat down and said let's have a son or let's 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 make a baby and I, I was you know I came about because they agreed one night that they should make a baby but this scripture is actually disqualifying that which were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh I need you to understand that everyone that you see being born and walking out there is a miracle yes a child is not a product of low sperm count or high sperm count and fertility rate and concentration of the mother's egg. No, no. <laughs> to conceive and to be conceived is a divine selection. Hallelujah. Katosta balata. I thought people huh, were going to, to get excited right there. Tatosa talapa divine selection which means nobody has to look down upon you in your life I don't know if somebody can hear me today you were selected divinely by the finger of God out of a million sperms released millions of them you were the only one you were not the faster there were doctors, there were nurses, there were these and these and engineers and aircraft, what, what, and presidents of countries. But God selected you even before you were born. Says Jeremiah, don't you know that I knew you before the foundation of the world? Before you were conceived in your mother's womb, I knew you. I set you apart and I ordained you a prophet. <laughs> your ordination process is not of men. I ordained you. I set you apart. So go. Go to the nations that I send you because this is the very reason why you were born. So I need somebody to understand that number one, you belong to God and you are gods. But number two, you are divinely selected. So this is a reason why you should not be less confident of your life. I'm struggling with confidence. I'm struggling with how people look at me. I'm struggling with etc. I'm struggling with etc. No. <laughs> you, are, you 
divinely selected. Children are not a result of sex. Children are a result of God's divine appointment. Which means we are sent on earth with a divine selection. From a divine selective process. Selection process. So, if now we are divinely selected, number two, number three, it means that we have, we are carrying a divine mandate. God cannot just choose for ice cream. God cannot choose for things that are worldly. God cannot choose so that we perform in nightclubs. God cannot choose us so that we please the devil. God cannot choose us so that we, 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 we become a pain to him. But he does so with the faith. That's why we say he's faithful. With the faith that we are going to please him. So we are divine purposes. We are divine mandates of God here on earth. And this is the value attached to us as saints. Number one, we belong to God. Therefore, we are sons. We have attained sonship. <laughs> Number two, with the spirit that cries up a father. Number two, now, we are also divinely selected. The selection process was not of the flesh. Because I want a, 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 a woman like this. I want a man like this. We need to look at the genes, the family generations. Then we marry. Are they AA? Are they A++? Etc. B, B, C, C, D, D, Z, Z. No. Number Three, we are divine mandates on earth. You are a divine mandate here on earth in the mighty name of Jesus. So I want you to see the value that you carry as a divine mandate. Heaven in its totality and its population said, let us allow Ufugiswa to be born carrying a divine mandate and message. So it means you can't be lost in the world of life. Yes. So it means you can't you can't you can't be wandering in the journey of life. No. <laughs> because you are divinely set, you just need to seek to know what is the will of the Father. And when you do that, number four, you become a God pleaser. You become one who brings a smile on God's face because you are here to seek to do His will. That is why you don't need to be very uh, resentful and very tired about it. A lot of people are very, very, um, what can I say, are very displeased with doing God's will. You know, they find it very burdensome. They find it very you know, wasting their time. They find it, you know, because of how they see the church. But I want you to know that you are a God pleaser if you do His will. Imagine giving heaven a smile. And how do you do that? That's how we are going to close this service today. We do that when we preach the word of life. We do that when we extend the word of life to the dying nations. We do that when we share the word of his grace with our friends and our families so that many can come to the kingdom of life. The Bible says that, oh, there is joy in heaven when but one sinner comes to the Lord. 
So this is another value that we carry, that we are not only here on earth as God pleases, we are actually saving lives. We work in the ER department of heaven, the emergency section. And there is an emergency. The alarm is already ringing. Look at what is happening in the world. We are already in a cold red zone. The world is in an acute state. The world is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. Please, if you hear the call of God, not the call to be a pastor, if you hear God's voice leading you to lead someone to repent, repentance, please do not hesitate to do that. Do not hesitate to share God's word. Do not hesitate to open your mouth. Do not hesitate to share it. The many believers the mighty name of Jesus. So, may the God of all peace and the God of all grace be with you. If you haven't received Jesus and you've been receiving this message, I want to pray with you right now. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Save me today. Wash me with your precious blood. Fill me with your spirit. I believe today that I'm born again. I believe today that I'm a child of God. I believe today that my name is written in the book of life. I believe today that, Lord, that day when you appear, I will be found or caught up with you in the air. How much we rejoice to witness that day. Thank you, Father, for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have prayed that prayer, I believe you are born again. Find a Bible-believing church or reach out unto us. Just look for our contacts on the internet and be in touch and we'll pray with you in the mighty name of Jesus. May God be with you. Amen and amen.